Hey, welcome to the Lyric House Church podcast. Our mission is to host a house for him. Join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for our live service. Make sure to check out our Facebook page for details about upcoming events and information on our small groups that meet throughout the week. Thank you for being part of our broader community, and we hope you enjoy this podcast. This is our future here. May our ceiling become their floor. Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> yeah, may our ceiling become their floor. Hmm. I mean, what's that look like to you? May, may your ceiling become your children's floor. I know I'm nowhere where I used to be. And what the Lord has brought forth in me just in the last 10 years. Wow. Thank you, God, for the revelation that you've given me to instill that into my children and their children's children. Bye, Case. Bye, Megan. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, the Nazarene, the one who was born, the one who died and was raised to new life. And you know that we co-died with him and we were co-raised to new life with him. That's what the word says. You know, Jesus walked here on earth just like you and I. He was a man in flesh, just like you and I. God himself came and was born as a man. So that we could be reconciled back to our father. He did that for you. One of the greatest gifts, the greatest gift the greatest gift, not one of them, the greatest gift. He gave himself for you to be reconciled back to the Father. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. It's true God, true man. Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for dwelling with us and amongst us and in us, God. We thank you that you've created everything for us and for you. Mm. You know, you are his gift. Not only is he our gift, but you are his gift. Such a beautiful love story that he's created for us. 
And through him we are his children. Children of the kingdom of heaven. Children with right standing in our Father's eyes. For who he lavishes good gifts to his children. How, how much do you desire to give your kids good gifts? We do, right? His word says that he desires to give us even greater gifts. A gift of eternity. A gift of life. Peace. Abundance. Joy. Unspeakable joy. It's there. It's here for the taking. It's here. It's right now. It's not some place we're waiting to go to. It's here in this moment. Reach out and grab it. That's it. It's right here for you. There's an enemy that likes to whisper lies into people's ears. Oh, you're not good enough. Oh, you can't do that. Well, I'm here to tell you that that enemy is a liar. And if he's whispering lies in your ears about stuff like that, the word says to take those thoughts captive and bring them back to the obedience of Christ. Not your obedience, his obedience. He was obedient. He lived a sinless life. None of us could do that. That's why we needed a savior. We needed him to be born a man, to live a sinless life. So that we, through his sacrifice, could walk in a full freedom reality free from lies, free from the thought of sin, the distraction, the separation from God. No longer are we separated. We have been engrafted in as one, one into the kingdom. Because he came as a baby and was born as a man and dwelt among men. There's no greater love than one to lay down his life for his brother. He laid down his life for you so that you could be set free right here, right now, in this very moment. See, I grew up in a, in a church that didn't teach me that. It taught me that I, was, I had to do good to get good from God. And I'm sure a lot of you came from the same place. And not until uh, 12 years ago did I Get smacked with the eyes of love. <laughs> I'm telling you, God revealed something to me. A free gift that he has that sets you free. And I'm going to share it with you tonight. Because Christmas is about giving gifts. And about receiving gifts. This gift of eternity and eternal life, eternal salvation that only comes through Christ. And him alone. And that he's for you and he's not against you. Any thought that you might have right now that he's, he is against you and that he's mad at you is a complete lie. It's a complete lie. I used to feel like that. I used to live like that. I used to think that I might be able to do just enough good to squeeze into the gates of heaven. Because of all the junk that I'd done in my past. And then Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus showed me who he really was. He showed me 
what he really does. I stopped listening to the lies. I started speaking differently. My words changed. I started having a relationship instead of a religion. Religion says you got to do good to get good from God. Jesus said, let me come into your heart. Let me build a relationship with you, and I'll change you from the inside out. And that's what he did to me. And that's what he wants to do with you. And I know he's already doing it with some of you. But it's about a relationship. It's about a loving, kind father that's trying to reconcile his children back to him. He likes to restore and reconcile. And love and abundance. Radical love. (sighs) Jesus. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. None have I ever found. He set me free from myself. (laughs) He set me free from myself. Mm, There's so much freedom in Jesus. (sighs) You know... He went from ruling the world in heaven, seated at the right hand, seated with his Father and the Holy Spirit. And then he entered into the smallest, most dependent, most microscopic form of human life inside his mother Mary. The Holy Spirit come upon Mary and she revealed Jesus. That was the eternal entering into the natural. Hmm. The Holy Spirit comes upon the written word of God. And Jesus is revealed through the word of God. You want to know how to get close to Jesus? This right here. You begin to see yourself differently. You begin to see yourself the way that Jesus sees you. The New Testament very clearly states how Jesus sees us as his children and right standing with his Father. Very clearly. If you are condemned, you're out of line with what the Word says. Because Romans 8, 1 says, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Come on. Praise the Lord. Therefore there is now no. The word no there, you know what the word no there means? No. (laughs) No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Who wants to turn to Romans 8? If you don't believe me, turn to Romans 8. Come on. No condemnation. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you know you do not condemn us, but you set us free from ourselves. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. 
Yep, I'm going to read it. I'm supposed to read it. I'm getting off my notes. We're done with the notes. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus. The law of sin and death, which is the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, the 613 regulations that are in the Ten Commandments, that none of us could uphold all of them, no. None of us. That's why we needed a Savior. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. He defeated sin in the flesh. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. So let's think about that for a minute. If I'm concerned with my sin and my sinful nature, I'm always thinking about my sin. So therefore, my eyes are set on the flesh. I'm worried about my sin instead of worried about my Savior. The one who set me free from my sin. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. What is sin? Sin is death. So to have my mind set on my flesh is death. But to have my mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. See, Jesus came and he said, I must come to fulfill the law of sin and death, to bring forth the law of liberty and the law of faith. The word liberty there means to be free from oppression. Where do we oppress ourselves? In our minds. With our sin and our human nature. But Jesus came to set us free from ourselves. So, am I saying you get a get out of jail free card and go sin and do whatever you want to do? No. I'm saying you fall madly in love with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You don't even want to sin. And when you do, you just rest in the arms of him and you say, Lord, I'm sorry. Thank you that you're not mad at me. You just love me. And he encourages me to continue to move forward with him, hand in hand, side by side, submitted to each other. The word submission means to come alongside. It doesn't mean you do what I tell you to do. It means come alongside in the original text. He submits, we submit to him, he submits to us, he comes alongside us. And we watch him do miraculous works. He just aligns everything. And everything falls right into place. Because we trust him, we rest in him. And him alone, not in our own works, not in my job. He is my provider. My job's not my provider. He is my everything. He's all I need. 
He's all I need. I need nothing else but him. For it is for him and through him that I live and move and have my being. He's provided all. He's provided all for each and every one of us. But we get so twisted up in the things of the world. We take our eyes off of him, our focus off of him. And we begin to put them on ourselves and the things, the stuff. But I'm here to tell you, when you catch yourself doing that from this moment on, bring it back to Christ. And just thank him. Oh, Lord, I just praise you. I praise you, Lord. I thank you that you have all this under control, that you are the provider. I thank you that you have every situation under control. And then I can just lay back and rest in the arms of love. And you'll provide. Because that's what he does. How many of you in here has a God that can provide for you? That you have witnessed him provide for you? That's what I'm talking about. You guys know this. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so good. Mm. Did you see all the hands that went up? Can we do that again? Look at that. Look at that. Yes, Jesus. We are the body of Christ coming together, unified in oneness with our Father, bringing forth his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Right here in this very moment. No longer is it the Billy Graham or the, the big name preachers. It's us. Us. The ones who inhabit the praises of, the, of, his, of our Lord. Us, the individual. Although what you're doing might seem small, it's big in the eyes of love. It's big in God's eyes. Whether it's the person you're witnessing to in the gas station or at your workplace or wherever you are, that's the light shining in the darkness. And that's what we're here to do as the body of Christ. Nothing is too small. The body of Christ is rising up in this season. Hmm? The whole body. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. The light of the world is beginning to shine in places it's never shined before. No matter what the news tells you, how dark it's getting, it's so much brighter. Where darkness abides, light abides much more. Mm. <sighs> yeah. There's freedom. Freedom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for making a way where there was no way. Does anybody in here know Billy Graham? Can you raise your hand if you if you if you know of him? Okay, a lot of you do. Cool. All right, so check this out. Back in 2013, see, Billy Graham died in 2018. Back in 2013, he was interviewed. And they'd said, uh, they'd asked him, you know, who's, who's the next George Washington? Who's the next Abraham Lincoln? Who's the next Billy Graham? And he was like, there won't be another because God's going to do a new thing. Gone are the days of the one man being exalted above everybody else. And here are the days 
when each individual person's light shines. And they come together and they bring forth the kingdom. And he died in 2018. He spoke that in 2013. It's the time we're living in, guys. Old things have passed away and all things are becoming new again. Not only inside of each and every one of us, but in the world. Take your eyes off the doom and gloom and put them on Jesus. Stop watching the news and put your eyes on Jesus. Who wants you to be in fear? Who? The enemy, right? He wants you to live a life of fear. What's God want you to do? Live a life of faith. What? Yeah. Live a life of faith. Full of joy, peace, patience, self-control, love, sound mind. Kindness, meekness, patience, yes. Good job, Aaron. What what other one am I missing? Gentleness. What other one? Long suffering. What other one? Understanding? Meekness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The fruits of the spirit, man. Mm. <sighs> How am I doing on time, babe? I know you got a schedule. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What time do you need me to stop? Okay. <sighs> well. John 14, 20. In that day, you will know that we are in seamless union with one another. And this is Jesus speaking. I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. He is in the Father. We are in him. And he is in us, fully encapsulated. In love. First John four nineteen. We love because he first loved us. You know, we didn't invite or we didn't invent fellowship. We were invited into fellowship with our Father. What's that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. He created it that way. Romans ten thirteen. Salvation is to understand that every person's true identity is revealed in Christ. Every person. 
the Jew, the Greek, the Gentile, the drug dealer, the murderer, every person. The ones that you're thinking about right now that are really hard to forgive. The self-righteous, yeah. Republican, Democrat. But it's so true. We've got to tear those walls down because that's what they're trying to do is divide us up. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to divide us up. What's God want? He wants us to unify under him, focused on him, not the things of the world. And we do a really good job about doing that here. It's really beautiful what God is doing in the Lyric House with unification and in this town and the surrounding churches. Holden's been put on the map for the kingdom, whether you know that or not. There's all kinds of miraculous things happening here constantly. And people are just showing up here all the time. I know some of you might know we have a coffee shop here all week long. And people will walk in and they'll just be like, I don't know, but I just felt like God wanted me to move to Holden. It constantly happens because he's doing something with his body. He's orchestrating. Mm. We treasure God's word. We treasure God's voice. It's a treasure like none other. It's God's gift to all mankind. Through his birth, death, and resurrection, we were engrafted in, made joint heirs, jointly. Thank you, Jesus. We are in him and he is in us. There's no need to feel outside of God. Freddie, you hear me? There's no need to ever feel outside of God. He's constantly loving you. He's madly in love with you. It's not about doing. It's about done. He finished it. Rest in that. Receive peace from that. You're as inside as you'll ever be. You can't get any more inside than you already are. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Lisa, where are you going? Bye, Lisa. Bye. But you can't get any more in him than you already are. But Jesus being the greatest gift ever, there's so much wrapped up in the gift of Christ. Just to know that Jesus is in the Father and that we are in him. It's like we're gift-wrapped inside of him and that he is in us.
all by his doing, not ours, all by his doing. This is the surest thing there is for eternity. No doubt about it. The surest thing there is for eternity. All you have to do is believe. Just believe. So if you're in here tonight and you have a problem believing the truth that has been spoken, I want to encourage you tonight when you're alone to go home and to ask God to reveal himself to you because he will. And you will see him. You'll begin to see him show up and reveal himself to you. No doubt about it. Just like he did for me, he wants to do for you. He wants to set you free from yourself. With the world's standards, I was a lost cause. By God's standards, I'm his favorite. And he set me free. Free from myself and my own stinking thinking. And he wants to do the same for you. Hey, worship team, can you come back up? Mm. Does everybody have their candles? <laughs> this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. cheating. <sighs> so Father, we thank you for making us your habitation. Thank you for resting inside of us and us in you. Thank you for setting us free from ourselves and our own thoughts that don't line up with the truth that you've revealed to us in your word. I thank you from this moment forward, we're going to begin to dive deeper in the word and begin to see ourselves as you see us, as righteous, holy children of a loving father. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're going to light this candle. <laughs> Maybe you light one. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
And then let's just pass it around. Everybody help everybody, light everybody. <laughs> Please try not to burn yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but the, the thing is, it's, it's actually not a little light. It's a huge, bright light that's living inside of us. <laughs> okay, does everyone have their candle lit? I'll sing this together.
Ezekiel 37, 27 says, My dwelling place shall be with them, and I will be their God. They shall be my people. This is Emmanuel. God with us. God who made himself like us. Not next to us. But God with us. Church, did you know that Jesus wasn't born in a barn? He wasn't born in a wooden manger? Did you know that Joseph wasn't a carpenter? And Mary's name wasn't actually Mary. And he wasn't born on December 25th. All the stories that we've heard, every, every Sunday school lesson, everything we think we know about this king. At the end of the, this year, guys, ask him to take you deeper. Ask him to reveal who he really is. Ask him to show you a side of him that you've never known. Ask him to reveal himself. Who is this man? God, we want to know you. We want to know you. We don't know you, God. Introduce yourself to us. You've given your life. We'll give you ours. All the glory is yours, Father. We love you. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Lyric House Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you, and we encourage you to share with your family and friends. Remember, the gospel is good news, and good news is worth sharing. If you want to get involved or see what's happening next, make sure to follow us on social media. Until next week, we love you, and God bless.